It's really gross. I'm going to say it anyway. And it's kind of mean. But when I was in college and I started having sex with my ex-boyfriend, he thought it was really romantic to book a hotel room at the Carriage House Inn, which was essentially a no-tell motel off of the highway near Westmoreland. This is to get away at college? Yeah, like it's like this weirdly romantic gesture that we were going to go to a hotel to have sex, <laughs> which was never pleasurable. I mean, it was... I mean, I hate saying that out loud. I feel feel like it's a judgment about him, and it is. Because, um, but anyway, and it was like, it was such a weird thing because he kind of like surprised me with it. Like, we're going to go to a an inn. I mean, not an inn, a motel on the side of the road. I mean, it was the type of place that like, when you walked in, you thought, Someone died right there. Like, the carpet was so dirty. That's one of those ideas that he should have just vetted past one male friend. Right. Like, like you could see him being romantic. like, Oh, it's going to be a great idea. We both can't get away from our roommates, so I got her a place for us for the night. Yeah, isn't that sweet? They're like, mm, no, I mean... Right, it comes across as seedy, not right, needy. Right, I was like, I'm not going to sleep in this room. I can't sleep here. I must have sat up the entire night. Oh, so you went... Yes. Oh. It was very traumatic you, for me. You whore. I don't think that makes me a whore because I went to a hotel. I mean, we were already having sex. So we were just oh. doing it in a college dorm room. Yeah. Yuck. Get <laughs> ready <laughs> for what? I have to sing an intro and know that that's going to be the music in the background. So am I just recording you? Yeah, go ahead. Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Fully functional parents. I find it incredibly odd watching a movie that depicts underage kids, so high school and lower, kissing. I understand that it is adults doing it. That, For the most part, I mean, there is a Boy Meets Girl episode, or Boy Meets World, or whatever it's called, episode, I'm sure, or like Saved by the Bell, where they were underage and they kissed. Right. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like a scene in a movie that you, they're supposed to be underage. And you're basically watching a very vanilla brand of child pornography then. Yes, or yes. Or child pornography. Right, like, we're watching this, like, young couple make out in this Jeep, and he's groping her right. and talking about masturbating. Great, I'm and... watching a 16-year-old boy kiss a 16-year-old girl. Right, it doesn't matter that these actors are adults. That's not a thing. Like, you're right. still, that's the whole point of why, like, you can't do, like, you can't watch, like, child porn of, like, anime. Right, I don't think you could watch child porn of adults pretending to be children. Right, because you said something like maybe the actors yeah. are... But you're so right. This is an incredible loophole for sickos, man. You know, when I was a teen, I discovered USA Up All Night, mm-hmm. which is like the... It's even softer than probably softcore porn. Like these movies that were like 
you just see do, 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 do. and it's like kind of wispy in the yes. clouds and mm-hmm. they're having they're having just they spend too much time right. in the love making scene yes. even though you don't see it yes makes the movie yes. really kind of weird it's like when we watched Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze it was like so they ridiculous they had sex for a long time they did it was like unending so this is like the USA up all night of child porn like yes. it's very soft yes but like why I don't want to watch so this it's so gross it's so gross you're so right I mean I'm I'm stunned right now this is like an incredible discovery and I will also tell you every time we've watched a movie depicting teenagers Every time, from when the time I was a teenager up until now, and I'm about to turn 44. I always think, I, my high school experience was nothing like that. And nobody I know had that high school experience. Sure, right. So who has this fucking high school experience? Like, it's completely a farce. And so then do high schoolers start to believe that they're losers because they're not no, having I this experience? No, I think they're smart enough to realize that people don't have... Maybe they think in Hollywood, girlfriends, right. parties, and mansions. Right, and that Angeles. their parents are nowhere to be found, and they're driving in a Mercedes that is, like, more costly than my entire college education. We should contact, like, our local, like, state senator and say, like, do you are you aware of this incredibly disgusting loophole? Oh, so I wanted to ask you. Do you think that PETA... I pronounce it PETA. PETA. I think it's PETA, though. It's PETA? Uh, it is PETA, but I pronounce it PETA because it's spelled PETA. And there's a bread called PETA that's spelled differently. So how can you possibly do that? <laughs> and if you're animal, and it's about animals. If you're animal love-based, it should be PETA. It's PETA. It's definitely PETA. We're such idiots. We've been calling it PETA for so long. Right. And they CNN, should market that. CNN calls it PETA. They're so stupid. I mean, every time they say something about PETA, it should cut immediately to the flatbread. Like, they should not be talking about it. And what is it. the sound... Of the E in that acronym. I don't know. People for the... Oh, ethical. Eh. Eh. Pe. Peta. Oh it's my God. It's there too. You're so right. We're, seriously, the entire founding fathers of Peta have been rolling in their graves thinking I think nobody's thought, pronouncing this properly. I bet they thought that it was too cheesy. So even though it is Peta... They said, call it the bread. And, yeah, they said, how should we pronounce it? Like, pet it. Like, oh, that's so juvenile. No one's going to take us seriously. Oh, my God. I just figured it out. It's because the founder of PETA is Pete Anderson. Yes. PETA. So it is pronounced PETA. It's it's Pete as in Pete, the name. Peter. PETA. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you have the founder's name on the tip of your tongue. Doesn't that... You don't know who Pete Anderson is? <laughs> He's like the Jane Goodall of ethical treatment of animals. Do, I mean, I, Jane Goodall is the Jane Goodall of I, that. I know you're making this up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you think that even though they have eradicated using animals in like semi-violent scenes in movies, right? They've like yeah, yeah. They use CGI and, and shit. They use CGI yeah. and they have, a, they have a thing that says no animals were harmed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. think they're so upset that there is harming of CGI'd animals? Well, like you could say like, the why same can't we argument. Make a movie it's, without... Right, it's the same argument that, you know, if you're even you're an adult but you're acting like a child in a child porn, that that is like. There should still be some illegal. organization yes. saying don't show this. Yes, because it's. Because I it's, do believe that PETA or PETA probably doesn't like the fact that you they watch a movie. With an animal slaughtered, even though it's CGI. Right. 
I agree. I so think Peta would be pissed. Though, that's my point. Even though these are actors pretending to be children, you shouldn't depict things that... Exactly right. Yes. Yes, you're so right. But we're all like fluffyizing this and romanticizing teenage teenagers doing it and then we're watching them doing it. I like fluffyizing better than that fake word you said after it. Romanticizing. I know. I think fluffyizing is a pretty good word. I actually am going to adopt it as my own from now on. So speaking of PETA, today I went out for my walk and there's this guy walking and he's on one side of Depew and there's a woman on the other side of Depew on the sidewalks. She has two little dogs. He has like a giant like fucking labradoodle schnitzel thingamabobber like a really (laughs) you've destroyed this couch in this one meal you've thrown so much food on this couch so anyway he's got a giant schnauzer like a like a big fucking dog but not a labradoodle like your dick yes a giant schnauzer so and he and they're yelling at each other across traffic. So there's like a decent amount of traffic at Depew and Parkside. In a friendly way? Yeah, like, hey, blah, 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 how you doing? And she's like, what's the name of your dog again? And he yells across like all the traffic, Cronar. And she's like, all right, Cronar. Like they're yelling across traffic. And he goes, and she goes to walk away. And she says something like, nice to see ya. She goes to walk away. And he's like, Cronar. He was a Game of Thrones character, and he was, like, killed off, but then he was back as a ghost, and he, like, he told her the entire plot of, in the backstory of Cronar, and she's like, great to see you, Bobby, and, and, but, like, it was so wild. I couldn't even believe it. He felt not only did he have to any justify type of story across right. The he had to justify this dog's name, and then he had to give the backstory for the justification. It was intense. Did you scream spoiler alert. <laughs> oh hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.